Ladies and gentlemen, I say once again, ladies and gentlemen, I like to introduce to you. Bad and bullshit. Sell dope through here and babysit out the same house. Yes, it's your favorite podcast, 40 Acres in the Mill. And I am your host, Nani B. So let's jump right in. Guess what I want to talk about today? Reinventing yourself versus reinventing the wheel. Because look, these are two completely different things. Have you ever heard of the phrase reinventing the wheel? Don't reinvent the wheel. W-H-E-E-L. And I have to make sure that I say that because the whole time I thought it was W-I-L-L. Don't try to reinvent the wheel. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, is this some type of like religious quote? Like (laughs) fate will always take over. Like, I'm wondering what you're saying. So when they say don't try to reinvent the wheel, they're saying like long time ago, caveman, whoever, ancestors, people before us, they invented the wheel, W-H-E-E-L. It ain't no way for you to reinvent that, okay? So that means ain't nothing out here new under the sun. Take something that's already good and make it better, okay? So that's when you see you got run flat tires, now you got rims on dubs. You understand what I'm saying? Okay, because ain't nobody going to reinvent the wheel, but they might put spinners on that motherfucker. And I feel like that's key because a lot of y'all wrecking y'all brain trying to be the first to figure some shit out. And this motherfuckers who making millions of dollars just bringing back new versions of the yo-yo. You know what I'm saying? Like, hello, wake up. Remember the Gigapet? Bring out a new Gigapet. Make it better than that, though. That shit was kind of hard. I, I kept killing it. Remember the Beanie Babies? Shit. I shouldn't have told y'all that shit. I probably could come up with a fire being. To be honest with you... I could give y'all all the ideas in the world. Y'all will never know the idea that I already stole from my childhood that I'm going to remake. Ah, but when y'all see that shit, y'all going to be like, that who told us that on episode two of season two of 40 Acres in a Mill podcast. Okay. So now that we know you can't reinvent the wheel, let's get familiar with the fact that you can reinvent yourself. And that's what I want to talk to y'all about today. Do you feel like you're growing? Because sometimes I'm looking around and I'm like, I don't see growth from a lot of people. I see such massive growth, you know, in my life. And then I look around and I'm like, these hoes can't be doing half the shit I'm doing. And I think the issue could be that you're holding on to an old way of thinking about who you are. Okay? Because if you're not enthusiastic about life, you haven't found what you're passionate about. Okay? That's the real issue. It's time to reinvent yourself. Take a long, hard look at yourself. Okay? What are you doing? Are you covering the top five aspects of life that make for a rich life? Which are what? Number one, business and finance. Number two, love and relationships. Number three, faith and spirituality. Number four, health and fitness. Number five, travel and leisure. What do these areas of your life look like? Are they miserable? Are they blossoming? What's going on? A lot of you are holding on to an old way of being. Okay? Like, I had to ask my aunt one time. She loved to bring up about how she was fucking valedictorian or some shit out of school and all that shit. Okay, but what you doing now? 
Been hustling a long time and you ain't got none, damn, homie. In high school, you was the man, homie. The fuck happened to you? I just want y'all to get over high school. You know, me and my sister got into a fucking argument and she brings up some shit about in high school she was so, so popular. I don't give a fuck about what a bitch in high school said. I don't give a fuck about what them hoes say today. Okay, get over it. Back to the motherfucking story. But now, after you done did all of that, what's the jobs that she's going for? She's doing all this Excuse me, CNAs. I'm not trying to down y'all, but she's doing all these CNA jobs and she's doing all these call center jobs. And I'm not disrespecting y'all because some of y'all love those jobs. Some of you are fulfilled with your jobs. I'm talking about the people who are just doing these jobs miserable as hustles, who really should not even be there, should be making more room for people who actually care to do it, you know, honestly. Because this is a person who went to college to be an accountant. Switched over to be a nurse or some shit. Then she went to another school to be in fashion merchandising. Now you're at. Message. But listen, because at first I was confused too. But then I'm like, it makes total sense. Because someone who brags about being a valedictorian in high school is a person who had already become an overachiever of societal norms as a child. So, of course, you're going to go on to college and you're going to attempt to do these things because you've already succumbed to the pressures of what? Societal norms. And once you get to a point where you feel like you can't meet the expectations or you can no longer try to fit your multifaceted self inside that one stereotypical box, things start to happen. Things start to be shaken up. So in order to reinvent yourself, you have to have first created yourself, settled in and gotten comfortable with who you are. That's when you can start deciding, oh, well, what do I like? What more can I do? Okay, hang in now. All right. I know what I'm talking about. So she's saying, I don't really know. I couldn't really see myself doing anything else right now. And it's like, I also think about what are people going to say? Well, she couldn't get a job. She couldn't make it in film. What's going on? And I'm just like, what the fuck does that have to do with you? Message. Other people's opinions of you and how you live your life is none of your damn business. They need to be worried about their own shit. You guys got to come from under the illusion that anyone in this world has it all figured out. You just have to stop that, okay? The only difference between me and you, I look like I got it all figured out. Why? Because I'm not afraid to try. I get up every day and I try. Y'all motherfuckers are some cowards, y'all pussy. That's all that it is. Most of that shit y'all scared of, y'all made the wolf bigger than what it is in y'all mind. That wolf ain't, that's you, you finally got over that. That's a fucking Yorkie. In your mind the whole time, you think it's a snarling wolf. You made that up. But I understood where she was coming from because I, too, had the same calling. When the spirits start calling on me, they were saying, combine your passion and your purpose. And I'm just sitting there like, what the fuck do this mean? Like, I'm not with all that Aristotle shit to be or not to be Hamlet shit. Tell me what's good. You feel me? Like, I need some hood spiritualists. I need some motherfuckers to be like, look here, stupid. Go around the corner. Boom. Whoop the woo. Come back. I'm going to be right here. Like, I need something. Send me a sign. You know what I'm saying? You say send me a sign and they say it's the philosophy. The butterfly grows in isolation. Well, okay, yeah. 
the fuck? Is this a Discovery Channel special of the spirituality uh, contact hotline? But see, that's when you're still too much in your human and you ain't got all the way up in your third eye. Start with tap your third eye, tap the middle of your forehead, activate your third eye. Come on, everybody tap. Tap, tap, tap. Tap, motherfucker, tap. Now rub it. Just rub it. Close your eyes and rub it. If you're driving, don't close your eyes. Do this exercise later. Everybody else, close your eyes and just rub it. Where you was tapping at, just rub it. Now imagine a white light coming from right there. Imagine an eye opening and a white light coming out of there. All right. Okay. Now, don't be calling me when you're seeing ghosts and shit. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Don't be scared. But I get that because I'm like, okay, my purpose as a shaman and a high priestess, you know what I'm saying, is to call people to the light. You know, my passion is this writing. My One of my main purposes also is the work that I do with the children. And I do it because of the childhood that I had. So I know people out here is perverse, the type of shit they do to people that can't defend themselves. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I started my fucking mentoring program to build up strong you know to raise strong children instead of having to rebuild broken adults because that shit's hard look at all y'all motherfuckers look we battling every day it's a constant fight raise your children better than you was raised but at the same time don't just be buying them all that shit teach them something okay don't just have them walk around like a rich dummy that you always wanted to be but I could not figure it out. So now I'm like, okay, so maybe they're saying my passion is film. And my purpose is the kids and the spirituality, bringing the spirituality to the world and uh, showing the world from a kid's point of view a lot of things. You know, you know, kids don't know everything. But in the Bible, it says that, you know, you have to become like a child. You have to be childlike to enter into the kingdom of heaven because they still have faith. They still believe in things. They're still optimistic. And I feel like we lose that as we grow up. All these movies that talk about kids losing their magic when they get older, that's the shit they're talking about. So I think that's what God is calling me to do. And I try to explain that to her because I don't think that God is truly calling her away from film, just away from film right now. Because if you step away from film, you already been making a living off your tarot readings. So imagine if you stepped into film, spiritual the spiritual film at the Gaia Network. Imagine if you stepped into that. You know, your life would just take off. But you got to get there first, which means you got to be out there attending these events where the spiritualists are. Out here at these parties, doing your tarot readings. You have to get around the people. This is not just going to fall in your lap. So God is now preparing you. God is saying, look, you said you want to move to the next level, and I'm telling you how. But when I'm saying move, you saying, why that way? Look here. I didn't ask you none of that. I didn't. What? Y'all don't think God be getting tired of y'all, too? I know God be getting tired of y'all, too. Some of the ex excuses I be hearing. Lord. Lord. I be feeling sorry for God. Like, these your kids, and I feel sorry for you. Shit, these motherfuckers disgusting. Shit. You tell them something, they don't listen till it's too late, till they call them for help. Shit. Now they want you to be up late in the midnight hour trying to turn it around. Fuck. Trying to get it to work in their favor. I be tired. Shit. That's why, that's God. That's why God is above all. 
Because I've been a bin drop, you motherfuckers. I've been like, this one right here, this one they ain't going to get it. I mean, this motherfucker about 35 years old. When are they going to get it? And with that being said, I want you to get that it's okay for you to have more than one thing you good at. I used to let people really, really get to me. Girl, like when I used to be making my videos online. Girl, somebody's bored. Like, that's the shit dumb motherfuckers say. Bitch, because you have nothing to do with your board. Bitch, I'm having fun releasing videos for you. What are you talking about? You know what I'm saying? Like, how I got my seven sources of income right now. Motherfuckers, oh, you, why you can't do this? Why you can't just do this? Why you just can't do that? And, and not look at you. Wishing you had another income. But it's, I'm, I'm telling you. But if you try to do anything else, you're scared of the type of shit that people going to say. Oh, now she trying to be like everybody else online. So now she got a product too. Now she's selling a product too and is, is, bitch, selling a product too. That's how it go. You know what I'm saying? You out here working this factory job, but you really want to do fashion. People could do more than one thing. Y'all thinking that y'all got to motherfucking be old people going to your little warehouse job, driving a forklift, then go home and eat a TV dinner. Bitch. I'm trying to live the dream because the dream is real. Bitches go to their little office job and then go home and drink all that wine and talk on the phone about how men don't want to go woman. Bitch, get out. Stop putting yourself in a box. You are multifaceted. That is the way it is supposed to be. Now, some of y'all really just don't have the capacity, the mental capacity or nothing to be trying to do more than one thing at a time. And that's fine, boo. You got to know you. You got to know you. But for everybody else, I need you to get on the good foot because your motherfucking ass is behind. I'm telling you because you've been at a dream in you for so long that you have not moved on. Because you're worried about what somebody going to say. Because that's not really your character. That's not really who you are. You let motherfucking Bruce Jenner be Kate Jenner, bitch. And you won't even go and do some shit that's real. You let hoes live fairytale lives and you won't even step up to the plate for your real life. But some of you so much in the box, you ain't even tried nothing else to even know if you're good at anything else. Okay? Motherfuckers out here making millions of dollars on YouTube. The little boy. Ooh, y'all read that report about the little boy? Little, what, six-year-old making like 12 million a year reviewing toys on YouTube. Sometimes you feel like a nut, huh? <laughs> and when I read that, I did. Okay? But that's why I tell everybody you need to have three hobbies. One that makes you money, one that makes you happy, and one that keeps you healthy, okay? Because your life can't be all about work. You was a person before you ever got a job, and you're going to be some kind of person even after that motherfucking job. You a different person every day when you leave that motherfucker too. So you need to nourish that side of yourself. Y'all spend eight hours a day at work. And then won't come home and act like a tired work person. But when them children spend eight hours a day at school, they better not come to your house acting like them children at school. That don't work. That don't work. And sometimes, really, y'all just scared to start because you're scared that if the motherfucking table starts shaking, you're not going to know what to do. And that's when people going to have an opportunity to laugh at you, but you worried about the wrong shit. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I was telling my friend. When I wrote the first title of my 40 Acres in the Mill book series called Things I Learned from White Folks, the International Bestseller. Oh, yeah. Give me my flowers while I'm here. When I first wrote that book, what was going on in my life? I had just started Singleton Express Transportation and 
things was not going so well with my business partner. Oh, shit was so was going so haywire. In the you, in the book, y'all know what happened. I ain't telling everybody what happened. And you better read the book if you want to know what happened. So, um, during the downtime of me rebuilding my business and rebuilding myself after all of that, I wrote things I learned from white folks. Okay, so in the midst of my chaos, I wasn't worried about who was going to say what I kept my motherfucking head low and I focused on my business and I wrote my book. I put my book out, start promoting my book. They completely fucking forgot about my trucking company. And, I, and then what happened? Turned around, got on a good foot, moved forward, opened a brokerage. All these things are happening. People are not thinking about you. People do not care about you. Yes. They couldn't wait to get my book so they could find out all of the bad things that happened when I was first opening this company because that's just how people are. They're haters and they're gossipers. But, you know, the people who bought it to really get something for them, they got that too. You understand what I'm saying? Keep moving forward. It doesn't matter. Both people bought the book. It don't matter whose intention was what. Both days I got paid. Because at the end of the day, if bitches was moving their feet, how they be moving their teeth, they wouldn't be beat. So eat. Period. Some of you will change careers. Some of you will just be out of work for a while. There is no shame in it. Don't attach yourself to a job, a title, or other people's expectations. Because every time you do that, you're going to fail. This new lane, this new niche, this makeover, this rebranding may be what you need. And I shouldn't have to tell you that. The people around you should be telling you this. You shouldn't. This the only time you hear this is you come into my goddamn podcast, your favorite podcast, by the way. Then you need to rearrange some things in your life, okay? You need to get around people who are keeping you uplifted, who have these types of conversations with you. Everybody want to be hanging out with the Real Housewives of Atlanta and everybody on Love and Hip Hop. But is that going to get you to the next level, okay? Because if it ain't, because if you've been trying this, whatever you've been trying over and over and over, I get it. Some things, sometimes it take 10 years to get that one year you've been waiting for. But at the same time, if the shit clearly ain't working, some shit that's working, you're going to see it's working at some point. Even if you feel like it's kind of sporadic, it's kind of sporadic, you, you keep working your business. Now, if the business just don't work, you're going to see that because they're going to let you know loud and clear. What the fuck? One day I was on the train. I think I was headed from Long Beach to North Hollywood. And there was a guy sitting on a train and he was just so beaten down. And I was talking to him. How you doing? You know, that led to a full on counseling session where he was telling me he had just come from court because he was the felon graffiti artist he had all these types of felonies of vandalism for fucking graffiti and it's like he's just been trying to get his name out there and i'm like so getting arrested get your name out there like what you think part of the fucking graffiti civil rights movement what is this so he's like i I just don't know no other way except for you know just putting my art out there and tagging and blah blah blah. but i've been arrested so many times i can't really get a real job so i'm working in the kitchen as a chef getting paid under the table and i'm a single father trying to raise my child my daughter I just, I don't, 
I don't know what to do, man. And sometimes this shit is just really, really hard. And it's like, I want to do the right thing for my daughter. She's so smart. She can paint like how I paint. Uh, she plays the guitar just like me. And I'm listening to him and I'm just like, you sound like you got a lot of things working for you and you just trying everything in your power to work against yourself. I said, you just told me you a chef. Come on now. You just told me you do graffiti. Your daughter paints. It is so simple to set up a painting sip. It's so simple to set up a mommy and me. It's so simple to set up a daddy and me, a daddy and daughter, a father, daughter, any type of event that have that in the beginning of it, people want to go. If you want to sell something and you got a kid and you're not using that motherfucker to your advantage, you're an idiot. I wouldn't give a damn. Any child come around me got to work because those is the key to the motherfucking city. Children going to always be born. Children going to always want you to be buying some shit. So if your if children is your target audience or you could connect with them, you got a lifetime customer. Y'all still out here sitting y'all kids in front of the TV to watch Sesame Street. Dora the Explorer. SpongeBob and y'all know they ain't even supposed to be watching it. But you picked it up when you were younger. So they got a lifetime customer and now they put eight kids on it. Come on now. A lot of things work like that if you just pay attention. So I told him, I said, you and your daughter need to start doing these little sipping paints, pastry and paint, whatever you want to call it. And I gave him a name too. I ain't going to tell y'all his name. Um, I gave him a good name for it. And I said, while you're teaching the adults, your daughter could be on the other side of the room teaching her um the the kids and while the adults in there sipping wine your daughter in there could have the kids sipping smoothies or y'all could start setting up mommy and me or daddy and me cooking classes you're a fucking chef and you say that you you don't already taught how to cook or y'all both play guitars why don't y'all do guitar lessons for kids or adults and kids. Who gives a damn? You are a father-daughter team. I just gave you three business ideas that you can do. Y'all, I'm yelling at the man on the train like this. Somebody I completely don't know. And he's just like, wow. I just never had nobody to just put into perspective for me like that. I know. Shit. God done put me down here. Keep on sitting me on the goddamn train. People telling me all their goddamn business because I got the perspective. And he said a key thing. He was like, yeah, I just... I mean, everybody around me is so negative, and then the, the negative things that I've caused in my life, you know, don't make it no easier for people to trust me or want to help me. I'm like, well, at least you know that. Well, sometimes y'all motherfuckers make it hard to help y'all demands. I say, but take any one of them ideas that I just gave you, even if you got to give it to somebody else to do it, your daughter. You need to do it. I'll buy in. And it ain't even like you got to just be renting a place. Like, I mean, I got the money. I'll rent a place for the motherfuckers if they want to do it. But they could simply start in the park. They could simply start at the beach. All this shit is free. Post the shit online. Get on Groupon. Get on Eventbrite. All that shit is free to post. And you can make all that money. But sometimes it's really the people around you. Which brings me to my next point. I was reading this book called Do You by Russell Simmons. Russell, Russell Simmons is one of the greatest you know what I'm saying? With Def Comedy Jam, Def Jam, all Def Digital. Whoo, you know, the list goes on. Uncle Rush is what they call him. 
They had the Uncle Rush cards. He had Baby Fat Kamora Lee Simmons and all that fat form. Oh, child. So basically, he knows a thing or two about staying relevant, reinventing yourself, but not reinventing the wheel. So I love that book, Russell Simmons, Do You. And I think that you can learn a great thing from it. But as I was reading the book by Russell Simmons, it made me think about Greg Street. And I love Greg Street because I was a producer on Greg Street show. And I got a chance to really just see how he was able to stay in the game and how he will continue to stay in the game. Look, he continues to reinvent himself. Every time the scene changes, the music scene changes, you see people get cycled out because they can't change with the times. He, look, I went over there one time. He was like, y'all going to be at the yo tonight? I mean, I'm like, what's the yo? The studio. Now the young people calling it the yo. When At that time, like that's old now. But I'm saying every time times change, trends change, he is up with it. That's how he stays on point. He stays in the schools. Doing things with the kids. He stays on the club scene with the young adults. You, He stays in the know. What y'all doing? Staying in y'all house. Staying to yourself talking about something. Y'all this, this, that, and the third. People beneath y'all. They out there doing all that hoopla that ain't getting them nowhere. But what you doing that's getting you somewhere? Okay. <laughs> Shit. I'll wait. <laughs> Sometimes it is your team. Just like when I talk to my sisters and them all the time, it's like we could have been doing some shit together. You know what I'm saying? And one of my sisters was just like, yeah, you always say working together, but everybody's goals have to be worked on, not just one person. And like that shit really shocked me because I never would have thought that these people are thinking that when I'm trying to get them to work together with me, that they're somehow working for me and only working on my dreams. But as I said before, when I said this on my page on Instagram at 90B, because I talk on my story a lot, as I said before, if you can't take an opportunity that's going to bless you because you feel like it's going to bless another person just a little bit more than you, then you're really a fool. At no point in time would I ever come to anybody asking them to solely work on my ideas and my plans. I wouldn't do that. I, I don't need that. Why do I need to run to anybody for any help? And I'm the one that's at the top. I'm I'm still trying to figure that out. Clearly what I'm doing is working for me. I'm just trying to find ways to enhance it and advance it. And I know that teamwork is what makes the dream work. But more so than that, think about it. Think just just think about this. What would have happened if Matthew knows? Listen to people saying, oh, that's just a dream. You pushing your little girl to try to sink in a girl group is just a dream. You have a decent job in corporate America and your wife owns a business. Don't risk it all on a dream. Matthew, listen to me. You're a numbers guy. You work in sales. You sell medical equipment and supplies. You don't know anything about music. Imagine that. But we're going to get back into it. Right now, I want to play you guys a wonderful song from an amazing up-and-coming artist called Legend of Link. And he used to play basketball in college. And, you know, he struggled a little bit with trying to find his way because he always had a song in his heart. But that wasn't his image. That wasn't what people expected of him. And I will say this. I'm glad that he finally stepped outside the box and reinvented himself because I'm loving this. Is dangerous.
it's all very simple Trying to get closer to God It missed this facade We've fallen apart So what's the point of clearing it up? This damage is done Was built to destroy Built to destruct I better luck when I Trust in my gut It wasn't enough I needed you to confirm It's okay to be rough Okay to not give a fuck Okay to let you have it through my madness I shut down when my purpose was challenged My sense of morality led me to my fatality Karma's a bitch for sure It's gonna reveal if what you did was for real or for sure You can't escape them both Delayed gratification, my will is strengthened No way that you slip away, unless I want it like that I'm just a little too honest, in fact I got your message, I just don't feel like calling you back Wanna do good, try to avoid the bad Did what I should, so I'm okay with that Wanna be understood, but I know that I will never be that in fact I'm just a little dangerous When you needed me the most, I turned my back Tried to give me hope, but I went halfway How can I save the day and still save myself? I'm dangerous, unpredictable Don't know what I'm gonna do to keep you on your toes And I'ma keep it like that No, you expecting me to write back But I've been trained to stay on the right track And this ain't that I hate to say it, I know I ain't shit But I still know I'm the shit Certified, I done been around the broke I done been around the rich I ain't do what I was told Now I'm running the show Running around the globe Tell me who gon' stop me now I stopped watching from the crowd Now I'm finally down to figure it out Am I giving or giving now? Way too much of myself Can only trust what I felt in the moment I send condolences to those I disappointed Some roses too who stuck with me through poor performance Fall in love with me, I give no warning I'm just dangerous Wanna do good, try to avoid the bad Did what I should, so I'm okay with that Wanna be understood, but I know that I will never be that in fact I'm just a little dangerous When you needed me the most, I turned my back Tried to give me hope, but I went halfway How can I save the day and still save myself? I'm dangerous Yes, I'm loving the wonderful sounds of Legend of Link Music At Legend of Link Music on Instagram, check him out Tell them that you like the song Dangerous if you're feeling it. So, yes, back to Beyonce Knowles, Matthew Knowles, Tina Knowles, Solange Knowles. You see where I'm going with this. Matthew Knowles was already working in corporate America. He was already in a managerial position at his job. That's why it was easy for him to transition over and become the manager of his daughter's girl group. That's why it was easy for him to navigate those waters, understanding contracts, understanding business lingo, knowing how to go to Columbia, knowing what it's like to be negotiated. Not saying that it's the exact same as being somebody that's a manager at goddamn McDonald's or anything like that. Not saying that at all. But I'm saying once you got the basis, you can pretty much do whatever. Then you had Tina Knowles. Tina Knowles owned a hair salon so she could do all the kids hair and makeup. 
Not only that, but Tina Knowles knows how to make costumes, clothes, dresses, wardrobe, apparel, whatever you want to call it. She made all the costumes for Destiny's Child. So she did the hair, they make up, they nails, and made all their costumes. Then you have Solange. Solange is a great backup singer. She's been a backup singer for, for Beyonce for a long time. But even more so, she's always been Beyonce's backup dancer. Then you have Beyonce, the megastar, the powerhouse, the voice. Everyone in that unit works for the system. And y'all thinking I'm just supposed to be sitting around with y'all all day and y'all don't motherfucking serve me no purpose? Nah, I'm straight. I'm straight because the way I see my life is the same way I see Beyonce them. The fuck is you doing? Why we, why we can't do what B them did? All y'all won't act like y'all be. Y'all won't wear the hair like y'all be. Y'all want to copy off the outfits. Shit. But y'all don't want to do what they did to get there. Shit. Which brings me to episode three, Super Team. I told y'all, all y'all want to talk about all day is, ooh, super, ooh, bricky. Mm-mm, ooh, Judy, mm-mm. Now I done did the formula for super team. But even the formula for super team can't help if you don't have the right people around you. So, you know, with my meetings of the minds, I do Mondays on my page at Nani B. McKinney. I just want y'all to understand, like, I would really like to take that to new heights. I would like to make it um, like a round table where we all can talk about our ideas at that one time, bounce ideas off each other, give each other feedback and different things like that. Um, And I'm also thinking about a small business Saturday for my page as well. Because I understand what it's like not being able to find the right people. And your family and your friends are not always going to be the right people. You got to get on, you got to network. That's simply what it is. So as we recap, understand one thing. You cannot reinvent the wheel, but you can put some dubs on it. However, you can reinvent yourself and you need to make sure that you first know yourself. Okay. You have to first know thyself in order to be able to reinvent yourself. Get out, find new hobbies, try new things, explore who you are more. Try to add more happiness to your life. Get those three hobbies. One that makes you money. One that makes you happy. One that keeps you healthy. You got to be proactive about your life. Keep them crabs in a barrel away from you. And a lot of times it's just about putting people in key positions. Maybe this is your club friend. If you ever in a position where you want to throw an event at the club, boom. But when it's about business, you got to get with your business friends, like-minded friends, whatever you're doing. If it's business, loving relationships, travel, getting fit, being on some spiritual shit, you need to always make sure that you're fucking with like-minded people. Do not paint yourself into a box and do not keep on making the goddamn wolf bigger than what it is. It's a Yorkie. I'm telling you, go for it. Talk to people about the things that you want to do because honestly, sometimes people just be scared. Some of the people on your team might do be interested in it. You don't know. It might be might not be a person you necessarily feel is on your team, but it could be somebody that's close to you that might want to try. You know? It's just about putting ourselves out there. I know everybody's scared to put themselves out there, be in love, business, whatever, because they don't want to get hurt. But that's what's keeping you trapped. And this year is about not being trapped. 
get with the winning team or create your winning team. But by no means go up to the winning team with your hand out. Don't be afraid to reinvent yourself. Don't be afraid to broaden your audience. Before Beyonce had any kids, people were saying, oh, she don't want to have kids because she don't want to mess up her body. She vain. She's focused on her career, not knowing she was having issues behind the scenes, right? But one thing that I would always say about Beyonce was, I don't think that's the issue because a businesswoman, come on now, a businesswoman would know that she's come as far as she can go with what she got. She already was Beyonce. No, 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 no. And you say, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, she was already with Destiny's Child with the writers on the wall. Next thing you know, she say my name, say my name when no one is around you. Okay, she with DC3, bitch. She wouldn't even fall bitches in that no more. They hasn't tried that shit and tried that shit. Next thing you know, she goes solo. Then Kelly. Dropped that song saying how she was mad at Beyonce. But she also dropped Motivation with Lil Wayne. And she blew up. Thank God. Because Kelly good. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, back to Beyonce. Beyonce, time and time again, has moved on to the next level. She's recognized it. So why wouldn't someone like that decide to have a baby when she know that's going to broaden her audience now? Because it's going to make her more relatable. Because now she's a working mother. And guess what? One thing. That's going to always outnumber some bad bitches is some working moms. I don't know why. Fuck. Because I ain't trying to be now. I'm, really, I'm trying to be a stay-at-home wife. <laughs> I want to stay at home and talk to y'all on the podcast. You know, but I want to get paid good. So, we'll see how that go. But please, don't take lightly anything that I have said here. Do not reinvent the wheel. Stop wrecking your brain about that. And just say to my, say to yourself, the answer is right in front of me. The answer is right in front of me. It will come to you. I'm telling you. It may not come to you right at that moment. Don't get mad if it don't come right at that moment. But it will come. Just keep saying it. On that note, if you do anything new, don't forget to reintroduce yourself. And until next time, take care of yourselves and each other.